Um, Couldn't handle the heat. Yeah, but we're gonna we're ready to try again. Um, I believe this is gonna be our first video episode with little fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully it all comes together. And we've got some more stuff that we'll we'll drop throughout the episode. Um, yeah, yeah, exciting times in soccer situations, right? Headquarters. Let me just get us ready to bring us into the episode here. Yes. yes. But yeah, so we've been away on a little summer vacay. Yeah. We had a mid-season break. We decided that was all the rage now in football, mid-season breaks. Yeah, mid-season breaks. We're all taking timeouts. Did you hear the Premier League's keeping it this year? Wait, what? The mid-season break that they introduced for... Why did I... How did I miss this? But it's funny because... Yeah. So now, they're just doing like what Germany and all the other teams do now? Still less. I think they're literally just taking one weekend off. <laughs> Giving them a real break? Yeah. Real... What's up? Don't they stop me agua? Agua. That's a good question. I didn't see you. You didn't bring it to the table, I don't think. Oh, I see it, actually. It's behind you on the table way over there. I'll be right back. He took it to get the bong and forgot it. Um, Yeah, I did not hear anything about that, Um, that news being that they're keeping it. I mean, I guess it's not much of a break. Maybe that's why it wasn't such headline news. Yeah, I saw it as a real throwaway line in a different article that I was reading. Yeah, um, so they're just giving the players funny. a week off, basically. Like, by the way, we're keeping that little week break that we took. Um, yeah. Like, we like that. That was nice. It is, it's the right move, I think. It's not exactly a momentous occasion. Um, yeah. It's kind of like 27 steps back, one step forward. Because just the way players are overworked... You know, yeah, we'll give them a week off. They've normalized players basically playing year-round now, which never yeah. used to be the case. Yeah, you know what I mean? Between international friendlies, tournaments, uh, and now with players being even younger than ever, like starting like big players, like I mean, I know Smith Rowe had an injury hit season, but the, I see big talent playing in the under-21 tournaments. Oh, yeah. It's like these kids are on the fringes of first teams or in first teams. They do not need to be playing an under twenty one tournament in the summer. No, it's egregious. Um, they, the counter argument is that they look excited to. Yeah, I mean, I understand the pride of like playing for your country. Yeah, Curtis Jones was spraying the ball around for England the other day. Yeah, and he looked really stoked. I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, Smith Rowe's been looking good, and it in his case, it's totally different because it's actually important for him to get game time. Sure. Right now, but I, I still think it's like we're burning these kids out so young. Yeah, definitely. It's insane. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree more, dude. Yeah, so I think I think there needs to be there needs to be some kind of agreement between international football and the club tournaments, like the clubs, like club teams, like it's Well, the players union needs to stop Bad Bailey, we're on video now. People are going to know when you're People being are a bad dog. People know that we're yelling at you. I'll put your guilty face on camera. <laughs> <laughs> She's staring me down. Funniest look on her face. Bailey, just lay down. I know. I don't understand it. You lay down all day long, and then when we need you to lay down, you can't do it. <laughs> it's insane. It's insanity. Yeah. Anyway, with that Bailey break, should we uh, hit the theme and take yeah, it into the, the episode? Theme. Let's actually get into this. Right? I think we're going to do the full-length theme for this special episode.
What's up, y'all? We're back from summer break. Welcome to episode 26 of Soccer Situations. The first video episode, hopefully. Don't hold me to that because <laughs> technical difficulties do be happening around here. Yeah, and this will be this will be the first time editing it. So it's true. You know, things be happening. I'm super excited to be back though, for real though. Yeah. Um, it kind of feels like the season's back almost with us coming back, you know? Yeah. You know, I wonder if it's a coincidence. The other day I asked you if you were starting to get that itch. Yeah. Where yeah. you kind of install last season's FIFA. And try and build Start your, doing team your transfers based on gossip. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. probably going to work oh out. Oh my god, the amount of FIFA teams I've built with players that never signed for Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> I had Christian Eriksen in, in Liverpool for like five years before he signed for Tottenham. <laughs> that would be a dream signing. That's um, great. Yeah, so I did that actually. I played two games of FIFA and deleted it the other day. Nice with Kevin Taram in midfield. Um, it was great getting excited about potentials yeah it's funny because i was really properly not sick of football but ready for the season to end at season's end yeah a month goes by and what do you know let's go it was just like all right summer over yet right let's get this going transfer gossip can only hold you over for so long yeah it's true and i mean lord knows we have so much to talk about so i guess we should dive in it's insane Um, i wanted to start you know we're uh, more than a month out of the Premier League season uh, ending, but let's go back through the storylines at the beginning of the season. Okay. And kind of talk it through, look at where we thought things were going to go, and then we can kind of laugh at how it all went. Yeah. So going into this past Premier League season, Liverpool had come off a season where um, they were challenging for five trophies. They went to five finals. Yeah. They played in every possible competitive game they were eligible for. Um, first team ever to do that. Insane. Yeah. Um, so people were expecting them obviously to come in with some heat, you know? Yeah. Of those five, they only won the two, um, less glamorous domestic cups. The FA Cup, I don't want to sneeze at. No, FA Cup's a good, always a fun one. And the League Cup. Yeah. Last season, uh, obviously Man City ended as champions. And over the summer, they brought in Erling Holland, expected to be the greatest goal scorer of all time. Yeah. So I think most were expecting them to just cruise to the title again this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was the definitely everyone's expectation going into the season. I think everybody would think that Liverpool, again, maybe has a chance of pushing them tight. But right. for the most part, you would expect with Holland coming in, they would run it. Holland was kind of the story of the summer. Yeah, right, big time. Um, it's funny. I keep forgetting that I'm on camera now. I usually lean away from the mic awkwardly to try and not get drinking sounds on mic, but <laughs> now that's just gonna look weird. So yeah, you drink if on mic. Cammed if you don't. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's either drinking sounds or leaning away. Either one's awkward. I was traumatized by Burt Kreischer eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on. Uh, bad friends. Yeah, that was brutal. I wanted to kill him, dude. Yeah, he. Oh, that was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm definitely a little bit like sonically autistic, but I think any person, any sane person in the world, wanted to strangle him in that moment. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not like I hate food sounds, but like it has to be like very specific. The one I can think of is like Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that comes to mind all that the time. Dude eat it. Yeah, and I think when that bothers a lot of Faramir people. When out to die and he's just he's chomping, chomping and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like tomatoes yeah. and yeah. like that's disgusting. Yeah, I got like literally plug my ears and put my head down, dude. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah, but Bert's really got to me. Yeah, because it just went on so long. It was horrible, dude. He He's wouldn't so stop. Disgusting. 
<laughs> he went back to the football. Sorry, Sorry no. Bert. Bert. Okay. Bert's a funny guy, but yeah. he's an animal. So City were dominant. Broad and Holland expected to be more dominant. Manchester United are in like their fifth manager in as many years. Um, yeah, kind er- of a wild card. Yeah, Eric Ten Hag brought in to revolutionize the team once again. Um, I won't name names. United fans were pretty cynical at this point. I don't know any that were 100% stoked on this. Yeah. Although I think they were cautiously optimistic. Yeah, there were signs of it being a, like a working formula. Right. Um, um, but yeah, they were still a total wild card. They were nowhere near as excited as Tottenham, who had just pulled off a coup landing Antonio Conte heading into the season. Wow. Imagine. they. How did <laughs> the they excitement. land such a big name? The excitement. that Surely that's going to go swimmingly. Yeah. yeah. Right? At a club like Tottenham, that's going to be... Right. Easy cruising. And then one of the more interesting stories heading into the season, of course, was the Chelsea ownership change. Um, Putin, I mean, Abramovich being forced (laughs) out of the club and um, being forced to sell to an American consortium of this guy, Todd Bowley, who couldn't look more American if he tried. Yeah, right. And he proceeded to go on a 600 million pound shopping spree. Buying nothing but attackers. Yeah, a trend he's still continuing on. He built such an insanely bloated squad. You can rewind to the episodes at the beginning of the season. We were wondering how that was possibly going to work. Yeah. I guess we don't need to spoil anything, but it didn't. Yeah, (laughs) it did not work out well. Um, I have Everton here. They were always going to be in for another relegation battle. There's not many spoilers (laughs) saying how that turned out. (laughs) Uh, Yep, saw it coming. Right? Miles away. So anyway, some of those panned out as expected. Yeah. Some of those didn't. I didn't have Arsenal on that list going into the season. Telling me how was Arsenal looking and feeling, and what did you expect for the season? Um, I mean, I think fans were optimistic of top four, of okay. challenging for fourth. I think fans were optimistic about that going into the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew things would look better, and I knew like. Yeah, I just knew there was going to be growth this year, but I don't think anyone would have ever judged or seen the growth coming. Sure. Um, who were the players fans were most excited about? If you were going to buy a shirt going into the season, who, who do you have bought? I mean, Jesus is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saliba getting his first season actually at, at the club was a massive one. I think that's probably the biggest one Arsenal fans would say Right. is having Saliba um, in there. Um, yeah, I think it, it was uh, – Odegaard's obviously exciting. Everyone loves Saka. Saka again, just like was everyone was expecting him to take another step, which he did again. Yeah. Um, Martinelli. Everyone was looking at him to be, uh, like taking another big step, and but no one I think saw this coming where they were going to make this big of a step, um, this fast. Right. Um, in those because yeah, you never know with young kids, um, where they'll be at, but. Yeah, I think fourth, fourth or fifth would have been like where they were looking. Sorry, that was a bit yeah. of a ramble. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> that wasn't too long. I'm gonna cut half of it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds about right. Yeah. And I'm sure we're missing um, some other stories. We're not gonna do a, a comprehensive recap of the season or anything. Yeah, right? no. that's not what this episode is. Yeah. I think I did plan on doing that at one point, but it just didn't happen. Um, yeah. And I don't know if anyone's really interested in that anyway. I think at the end of this season, you're just kind of exhausted with all of it. Yeah, right. You're ready for it just to be done. I would throw out some of the other stories of the season as Brighton uh, coming up. We talked about that all year. Yeah, Brighton was definitely a highlight of the season. They finished in a Europa League spot. Congratulations to them. That was great. 
Um, Everton, I think, getting as seriously close to relegation, it went down to the last day, literally. Yeah. I think that turned into more of a story than people thought it would. Much more of a story than people you know, thought it was going to be. It's been a joke, but I think people expected them to finish somewhere between 10th and 15th in realistic. Yeah, you know, with the squad they had, I mean, it looked like they were going to be um, like lower mid-table team. Right. Um, but yeah, it did not play out well for them. I think Villa's story was good. Unai Emery coming in. Unai saving Villa and taking them into the Europa Conference. Who, did they on have the last three day. managers this year? Or was it just Gerard to Unai? It was Stevie to Unai, wasn't it? It was Stevie to Unai. They, yeah. well, they might have had an interim, but yeah. I don't think it was. I think it was just Stevie to Unai. Yeah, Unai immediately proving why, why? He, he should have been there from the beginning. Yeah. Why he should probably be at a club bigger than that. No yeah. disrespect and, and to the Villa. And probably will be, yeah. I think, in, a few, in another season or so. Yeah, he's an awesome If manager. he has another great season this year, he'll probably get picked up by a bigger club. Um, I know he's had a hard time at PSG, but who hasn't? Right. Uh, he had a hard time at Arsenal, but that was an absolute shit show that mm-hmm. he was handed. Not his fault at all. Um, yeah, he's a great manager. He's proven it over and over again. For sure. Some trusty teams went did go down, even though Everton wasn't one of them. Southampton and I think Leicester being the most notable. Yeah. Leeds are still kind of new boys. I know they're, you know, they've got that legacy, but yeah, we're talking about they're a big club, here. but yeah. Um, Leicester's a shocking one, kind of. Yeah. Um, they've had such a solid team for a decade now. That one felt like a very steadily building snowball as the season went on, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, they're not looking great. Then it was like, eh, they could be in trouble if they're not careful. Then uh, they're starting to lean towards real trouble, and yeah. then it was too late. I think you just kept – everyone just kept expecting <clears throat> the players that we all knew to do what they always do. Yeah. And just like start playing it click all of a sudden and they pick up enough points to stay up. I think Brendan Rogers said something to that effect, not like a week before he was sacked. He was really? like, it's just it's got to click this. You know, the boys are better than this. Yeah. You know, it's got to just fall into place. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's not. Ooh. It's OK. Well, for I mean, that's a, not what you want to hear from your manager to say. It, yeah. You know? Not necessarily what you want the manager to say. No, yeah. no. That's not what you want to hear about your squad. Yeah. That means no one knows. He has no clue what's happening. Right. Um, just popped into my head. Another funny thing of note this season is that somehow Roy Hodgson ended up back at Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah, and did a good job. And did a good job. <laughs> and now he just announced he's staying on. He is staying on. Yeah. Oh, Roy boy. He loved it. He was having a great time. He doesn't know the pain yet, I feel like. I feel like he's going to remember the pain about halfway through this next season. He was season. playing champagne football. No, yeah, he was on pure adrenaline, dude. Yeah. Just in the It's going to hit him in, like, about November this season. He's going to be like, oh, fuck. He's going to get seasonal affected disorder and <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, God, this is a long season. Yeah, he's going to hate it. Um, right? But, yeah, no, good for him because I know people were not happy about Patrick Vieira being let go. Right. Um, people, and, like, thought mm. that he should – he should have been the manager still. So yeah, pressure was on Hodgson to come do a good job. And I still think the swing in fixtures at the moment they sacked Vieira was so dramatic that they shouldn't have sacked. It was a real sliding doors moment. I think Vieira could have turned that thing around, turned it right around. Yeah. Especially when, with seemingly the back end of the players, if you have the back end of the players in that situation still, and they're ready to work for you, usually they can turn it around. Totally. And and he never got a chance. No, he didn't get a chance. It's true. Yeah, it sucks. That's all right. He'll get a chance somewhere else. But I think Vieira is going to be a good manager. Yeah, I think so, too. Giving some time and, you know, learning some lessons. Right. Anyway, 
Um, at the end of it all, Manchester City won a historic treble. Historic. It's pretty depressing. Um, they won it under the shadow of 150-odd charges from the FA about breaches of financial doping and so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of an asterisk about it. Comparisons to Marseille have been made when Marseille won the first-ever Champions League and had their league title that year stripped um, due to match-fixing. <laughs> City fans are going to be mad that I compared it to that. That's very funny. Um, because this is all, you know, whatever. Yeah. More yeah. dubious, more definitely hidden. Yes. And more still, clever. still, still just allegations. Yeah. Most importantly. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so City won everything. Yeah. People are comparing them to the Manchester United team that did that, and people are going to instantly compare them. Which team is the better team? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's completely different eras of Yeah, of I think football. technically if you're going to pit them man for man, this city team probably blows them out of the water. Yeah. Fitness levels are different. It's tough because, like, if you're playing at the, with referees now, mm-hmm. like, city's going to walk them. That's Because half of the United team's going to get sent off for red cards. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they were all monsters back then. So it's hard to compare. <clears> but I think technically, gift like, gift as talent as players, that there's no... Bailey, don't make us put you in the bedroom. Yeah, we don't want you. We like you hanging out here with us. Just be good. All right. Uh, keep it going. I forgot what we were we talking We were just talking about. about City being... Oh, yeah. Being the greatest team we've seen win everything and also potentially all for nothing because <laughs> there's allegations hanging yeah, the, over their head. The conversation's always going to be had no matter what. It's... it's Probably really tedious at this point. There will be times, there will be like anniversary think pieces on The Athletic and in Sports Illustrated about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 and 20 years from now. The greatest football team ever, but, you know, yeah, these yeah. Are, this is going to happen. City fans just have to accept that reality. Yeah. You know? uh, There's so, always going to be, the allegations are out there. Right. People can say what they want to say. Yeah, and if we had any really close city friend fans that know us, they'd just be rolling their eyes saying that we're being salty about it. And maybe that's true to a certain degree. But guess what? Everybody's going to be salty about it. That's the point. The entire world, except for city fans, will be salty about this. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, you've... Yeah. Whether it's... You know, whether you get, um, you know, convicted of it or not, like... People are still gonna doubt whether that that was like a real, like true verdict or not, you know? Yeah. Or if you just paid your way out of it, or like those are those accusations are never gonna go away. You just have to live with it. And as a city fan, you just gotta like be like, whatever. Our team was amazing. We won everything. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from the season. Yeah. That's old news. It is exciting news for Brits. We've already had it good in America, but. In the UK, Peter Drury is replacing Martin Tyler on Sky Sports. Yeah, big news. So um, they're going to have optimism and passion in the game <laughs> once again. That's pretty wild. You know, we all know England needs it. <clears throat> they need some of that optimism and passion. It's funny that they've come full circle now. You know, uh, American broadcasting used to be so bad. Yeah. Now Sky is sta- stealing American broadcasters. It's unbelievable. Right? Yeah. No, I know he's British. I know. Uh, but he no, he is. He made his name at broadcasting in the in in the in the states. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, and now they they've taken him. 
he is still going to continue on at NBC as well. Yeah. He'll be the voice of, of the Premier League for both NBC Sports and Sky Sports. Which just makes sense. He's got to be banking it, dude. Oh, yeah, he's getting paid. Right? What a voice to have, you know, to be that guy that just gets... You've just gotten paid from both the Brits and the Americans. Yeah. Just just for talking about football. Yeah. That's, that's the dream. It is. That's what we're trying to do. Peter, look us up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right>. My guy. <laughs> Please. Help. Um, well, we're dead in the middle of summer. Should we talk about transfers? Yeah, I guess we might as well. I mean, that's what's on. Big yeah. news today. Arsenal submitted an improved bid of £105 million for Declan Rice. Yeah. How does Alex feel about that? Um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about all the players out there that we could probably spend $105 million on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think all of this means nothing in a few months' time if he does sign and the season starts because mm-hmm. I'll just – I'm sure by that point I'll like him. I'll be always <laughs> super excited about it. But I don't know. It's just for me, I don't know. I am a fan of a foreign player, you know. I like I like a, a Frenchman or a Spaniard coming in or uh, – I feel like I get more excited about those kind of, and if this is just like somebody like that, we were buying from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like more excited about it. I feel like there's more mystery around it when you have a player coming in from a league like that. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, where I'm just like, this is just Declan Rice. Like, yeah. He's just a Brit that plays a you know, hardworking mid- midfielder, you know? Yeah, it's And I think sure. he'll pro- hopefully he'll prove me wrong and be – unbelievable but yeah you have to hope that him playing with your squad unlocks this aspect of him that you've never been able right. to appreciate Mikel's mind i mean he's, yeah he's transforming these kids so yeah. you know you just gotta think he's gonna do that and and you gotta say they're pushing the boat out for him yeah this is the biggest by far the biggest bid arsenal's ever done yeah it's and wild this is the largest for a british player so that's insane are you mad it's not for jude bellingham yeah, man, they're getting Jude. They got Jude Bellingham for less. Yeah, a lot less. <laughs> it's insane, dude. <laughs> That's so insane to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. My only thing is, I think we need with all the rumors swirling around Arsenal because there's still rumors like the whole midfield could transform here. Um, Jaka is rumored to be leaving. Yeah, Partey is rumored to be possibly leaving. Um, I mean, that's like two of our biggest midfielders this season. So like spending the hundred and five million on rice is exciting, but there's a lot of work to do still. Right, exactly. <laughs> there's who else are we gonna sign? There's it, a lot of work to do still. Which is of course the reason that FSG gave for not signing Bellingham is like, look, we gotta sign a whole bunch of people. Yeah, we're not spending the hundred million on one. Yeah, that would be wild. Yeah. And I know like the the market's up right now, so like a hundred million seems to be the standard price for a player that's supposed to be a star, you know? Right. It's like, oh, you're a star, you get a hundred million for your weight, like for your fee. How long does this inflation have to last, though, bro? It's really insane, right? This is insane. Can we get a reset at some point? Can we get a bubble bursting, please, at some point? And, and like this, still says West Ham are holding for a hundred and twenty million. If if they don't accept this hundred and five million bid and mm-hmm. Arsenal don't pull out, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be furious. Yeah, for sure. Like turn around and walk away and take that hundred and five million and spend it elsewhere. Right. We have a lot of work to do on a squad. Right. Like, like let City spend stupid money if they want to. For sure. Yeah, I think we covered Declan Rice yeah, pretty I'll, thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, I talked a little bit more de- in depth about him, but yeah, I mean, there's 
What else has been done so far? Yeah, Liverpool signed a guy. I forget his name. <laughs> Deal. A bad season, joke. Yeah. It was. It was actually. It felt like such a low key signing because thirty five mil, and it was just done like day one. Alexis McAllister. It's been kind of out of my mind already because yeah. it's like just so done and dusted. And that's classic Liverpool. They gave him the number ten shirt right away. You know, now we're looking at signings and talking about numbers. You forget. Oh, Alexis McAllister already swiped the number ten. He's, yeah. That dude's low key like in the hot tub at Kirkby right now, just chilling. Yeah. You know, that's weird to think Mm -hmm. that happens so fast. Yeah. Liverpool now heavily linked with uh, Kefren Taram from Nice, who is, uh, I think, is he in the shot? Oh, Leopold's looking fantastic in his shot. That's that's most more important. I want that. Leo, stay. Can you be there every time we shoot a podcast? Just stand in front of me. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's young. He's 21, I think. He's not the answer to us winning a title this year. Yeah, but he's, uh, a, he's a building piece. Yeah, I think so. He's, Liverpool fans are still going to want more reinforcement in the midfield. Of course. Yeah, yeah. you guys need a midfield refresh for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also linked with some Dutchie, Va- Van de Ven or something like that. Oh, yeah, the one that Tottenham was linked with as well. Yep, I don't know anything about that. Not yeah. going to pretend to. Yeah, I haven't really looked into that at all either. I, um, I, saw the, I saw the rumors pop up. Tottenham signed a keeper today. Big news, Harry Kane uh, was subject to a 70 million euro bid from Bayern Munich. Yeah, we'll see. It was immediately denied by Tottenham. Not denied, but rejected. Which is what you pointed out to me. I didn't even think about the fact that he has one year left on his contract. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to re-sign. Right. So how are they turning down 70 million for a player who's 30 years old? Yeah, I mean, I I, am, I would like to think they're just hoping for a second bid, holding right. out for a second bid. Yeah, because that is silly. Yeah, I guess they they do always tend to reject the first bid, uh, even if it is like a decent bid. Yeah, that just seems to be the game they play. I already saw a Tottenham fan comment that said, "30 goals a season is worth more than 70 million." I'm like, that's such an idiotic comment. If those 30 goals don't win you any trophies, as they never do. Yeah, they haven't. Guess what? Those 30 goals are not worth more than 70 million. No. Not at all. No. For a club that needs to sell to buy, that 70 million is worth a lot more than 30 useless goals that didn't win a single trophy. Yeah. No. What? Also, like, I'm sorry. He's not Pass signing the, the, signing the deal. He's not signing a long term deal. He's, he's 30 years old. You're saying 30 goals a season. That was <clears throat> top prime. Right. 26 to 30-year-old Harry Kane. Yeah, even if he squeezes it out of himself. Yeah. If it doesn't win, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Build a squad. Get a real sporting director who has a vision. Get they, What they really need to do is get Daniel Levy's hands out of everything and get somebody in control of the football team. Right. Um, because I feel like they're never going to win with him in, in charge of things. Yeah, no, that seems to be the case. I think most Tottenham fans are on the same page as us. At the, yeah, at, I would at hope this so because I mean they're they're getting embarrassed more than anyone. They used to worship him, always to talk about like what a heart dealer he was and how you know. Yeah, they're known for that. Yeah, yeah. because they fought to hang on to their players. Right. But also, like, what's that done for you? Being a hard ass. Yeah. It hasn't built you a good team. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone staying in place, the Everton chairman, uh, Bill Kenwright was announced as staying on as the chairman uh, of the board for the moment. I think it's temporary. They're expecting new investment this summer. Yeah. 
not outright new ownership, but new investment, and supposedly a new board will be put in place at the time. We'll see. Interesting. But Everton fans got to be losing it. If Ken Wright stays in charge throughout the next season and they're, they're embroiled so in a relegation fight again, that's not going to go That's going to well. be a riot in that city. I mean, those – yeah, dude. It was it getting ugly there last season. Yeah. I mean um, – Board members being attacked and whatnot. Yes, yeah, it's in it's, none of that. Like it's justified. That's so that's fucked up. Shit no, it's deal, wild. Dude, like, board members not able to go to home matches because like, it's too people dangerous. are that entitled that like your your team has to be in the Premier League, right? You know, to where you feel like you're you can attack a person over this. Yeah, it's wild. Is insane, right? Uh, yeah, people get way too wrapped up in this stuff. Yeah, it's wild. It's in their blood, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what other kind of transfer news? I'm uh, looking at right now, Man City officially signed uh, Kovacic. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Interesting signing. You know, if they expect him to carry Gundogan's minutes, that's a downgrade. Big-time downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't th- – I, I, yeah, I'm curious about that. I know they wanted Gundogan to stay another season. Yeah, He opted true. for Barcelona. I know. I was upset about that. They signed Kovacic seemingly as plan b for that yeah if if they really do expect him to be in that role for the amount of minutes that gundawan played that's awesome what he produced that's awesome because that's not going to happen no not at all Mm -hmm. no i don't think he's that kind of player right um yeah i would see him at best being like a pep guardiola um squad rotation player you know yeah when the when the first 11's getting a little sleepy that he puts him in for a couple games mm-hmm. as a, a stopgap. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. So it's, it's a weird one because I don't feel – he obviously hasn't, like, been unbelievable for Chelsea lately. No, no. I'm not going to say he's past it, but he's – No, no, no. If we're talking about prime, he's past it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. What other, what other signings have been official? Well, Chelsea signed uh, another striker, two yes. strikers, right? Yeah, they signed a couple forwards. I don't know if they're both technically uh, how you want to define. Vincent Jackson's that. a striker, right? I don't know. I feel like he is. You think I know who Vincent Jackson is? I don't know who he is either, Todd. I was surprised when I saw it, and it just made me laugh instantly because all I saw was striker, and I was like, "Oh my god, Chelsea signed another <laughs> fucking forward. This is unbelievable." It's so silly. Um, also, big thing actually to discuss. Speaking of Chelsea. The conspiracy theory? What, the loophole of Chelsea just selling, everyone selling to all their Arabia? players to Saudi Arabia because they have <laughs> Saudi connections? Yeah, we should get into that a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how much of a wild conspiracy it is. Supposedly there are ownership connections between the Saudi royal fund yeah. and the ownership, the new ownership of Chelsea. And it just so happens that every player that Chelsea needs to offload from that extremely bloated squad has been subject to these crazy bids. Large, Not crazy bids, they but like haven't been insane. Very healthy bids, though. Let's say yeah, That's solid say. money. Yeah, probably more than they would get from teams in the Premier League or somewhere like, yeah. in Europe. Yeah, we talked for a we talked a lot in the past about how is Chelsea going to unload all these players? How are they going to? And it se- they're using the Saudi government. <laughs> it seems like they found a loophole, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, um, no, it's really pissing me off because I'm like, they're going to get out of this. It seems like they're it. They're going to Saudi their way out of this. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
I mean, I don't know. I, there's also rumors that the Saudis want to buy Parte from us yeah. for, like, twice as much as Juventus wants you to. Straighten uh, your mic out and stay at the right distance. Oh, my God. You, you straighten your mic out and stay at the right distance. Okay. I'm trying to. <laughs> um yeah like there's still there's rumors that Partey is going to go to Saudi Arabia as well so yeah. we could benefit from their cash spend as well. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of players going. Uh Firmino has been linked as well super sadly. Was hoping he would go either to Spain or um MLS. Yeah, somewhere more classy. Doesn't look like it. Yeah. It's fun that Abramovich is gone and Chelsea is still embroiled in like really melodramatic global conspiracies i know yeah nothing's really changed <laughs> since he's gone you know what i mean they spent a bunch of money really quickly but well some things have changed. changed 12th place yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah yeah performance on pitch has definitely changed as we'll, well see they got uh quite a manager in mauricio pochettino yep you know spurs fans are gonna act like they're not sad about it but they're devastated they're super sad about it yeah and that, yeah, I mean, he's if they can sort this squad out and they have a legit size squad, they have a ton of talent. Yep. So with a good manager and a ton of talent, who knows? We could all be fucking watching Chelsea rip up the league next season. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, all possible. I won't be embarrassed about it because, like we have said it, it's all contingent on clearing out this squad, and it looks like they found a way to do it. Yeah, and if they get yeah, if they get that done and they continue to build the squad as they are with all this money, right? It's gonna be yeah, they're gonna be a tough team next year. Yep. It won't be the same mess that we all got to enjoy this last season. Yeah, I don't know if I even enjoyed it this season because, well, I guess because Liverpool were bad too. But also because it just kind of kept getting worse and worse, and I kept expecting it to get better. Yeah, well, you know, I wasn't like, being really gleeful. Uh, Chelsea, well, I was being pretty gleeful, I guess. It was pretty funny at times. But I, I kept expecting them to turn it around, so I wasn't full on celebrating their demise. Yeah, know? I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting to turn around. I was also hoping that they would take points off some people. So I was hoping for a turnaround in fortune for them, so that they could at least be put up a fight against some tough teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> they couldn't do that. Nope. Didn't help us out. Nope. They were a disappointment to everybody. Um, I guess continuing on the Chelsea train, mm-hmm. Kai Havertz. Oh, yeah. That's that's a big transfer. Basically a done deal. I'm pretty sure I saw on Arsenal's Reddit today that there were leaks of the interview, first interview in, like, kit shots and everything already. Oh, cool. With Arsenal. So I think that one's pretty much wrapped up. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to see a redemption story. I hope so. I mean, that's the thing, I guess. Like, he did it with Odegaard. Can he do it with Havertz? Yeah. Um, I think so. I think we spoke off, Mike, about this. I don't know if we have on the pod. A lot of these Chelsea players that looked so awful in that kind of hurricane of a squad are going to yeah. come good. Yeah. Yeah. We. La- I mean, we laughed at Mudrick last season. Yeah. You can't uh, judge that. But them. that's not – yeah. That we, deep down, we know mess. that he could be still – a devastating force next season mm-hmm. um, once things settle down over there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but still, I think it's an interesting one to for the clear out to let Havertz go. I guess it probably doesn't uh, hurt that the fans didn't really like him. The Chelsea fans were all over his case because he, <laughs> he missed a lot of chances last season. Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah, their loss, I think, I think our gain. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I think he's a super a super talented player, and I think if we're we're not going to be counting on him as a number nine next season, so I hope not. 
I think that'll be a. a I don't. I don't think that's what he wants either. I, yeah, he it never he never struck me as a striker. I don't know why. I mean, I just I guess Chelsea played him there out of necessity, but right. Yeah, weird stuff. Bailey out of necessity, even though they had plenty of options as striker. Yeah, if Bailey barks, she's going in the bedroom. Oh, there she goes. She's growling. <laughs> I think that was a motorcycle. Was it? <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> anyway. Bailey. She's such an ass. I know. Yeah, I'm talking me. about you. She's looking back at me. But yeah, anyway, Saudi Arabia is sweeping up any random uh slightly old Premier League player that they can get their hands on right now. It's interesting. I don't know. It didn't go well in China when they tried to do that to grow their domestic league. Yeah. I've heard people talking about like them they using this as an example of why they're how they're doing it different and like Ruben Neves is like in kind of the prime of his career. Okay. But it's like that's one player. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like there's always one example like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. So like you can't say that yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it was funny I heard people talking about that. I'm like, yeah, but that's literally one signing. That's <laughs> in a, cl- a player who's still technically in his prime. Right. Um but yeah, you're always going to have some people who are going to bite on the contract. Um <laughs> Yeah, do we have any? What other transfers are we missing? There's tons of gossip. I don't think anything has really locked in yet. Yeah. One thing that annoyed me. <laughs> let's get back into some partisan shit talking. Okay. <laughs> That's always fun. This week, uh, Liverpool gave the number seven to Luis Diaz. Oh yes. You know, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, Liverpool fans had uh, we had seven, eight, nine, and ten, kind of our four most you know valuable numbers numbers to, to give out. Players. Yeah, and you know, McAllister, as I said, took ten. We gave seven to Diaz. And uh, blah, blah, blah. At the same day, I read a headline that it, Manchester United are considering giving their vaunted number seven to Garnacho. And I'm like, when is this club going to stop being so fucking up its own ass, dude? Uh, like, they can't help it. Oh, they so annoying, it. dude. Just stop. Just I know. give the kid the number or don't. Give yeah. Marcial nine and then take it away and give it to Ibra. Or, you know, like, yeah, just the like, stuff they do annoys the hell out of me. They just pure drama all the time. Yeah, why do they got to no be reason. like a telenovela at all times, dude? Yeah, it's infuriating, right? Um, yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, Diaz taking seven though. I like we, it. we were joking. We were joking about who would take it. Yeah, between Nunez and Diaz, basically. Yeah, it makes more sense. I think traditionally Diaz is not an out and out winger to take yeah. a seven. Um, I liked Darwin having it because of the Luis Suarez Uruguay connection. But, Is Darwin um, going to take nine then? It think? looks like it. There have been leaked photos of uh, number kits with his name, Darwin nine. Okay. I mean, so, it makes sense. Yeah. That's fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He's more the out and out nine. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I mean, there's some debate that it should have gone to Gakpo, who was playing as a nine for us at the end of the season. That's true. But um, that is true. He's wearing, what, 18 right now? He's wearing 18, yeah. Gakpo should take 14. I think that's who I kind of thought should take 10, actually. You think he should oh, go 14, Gapa? Kreif? Yeah, I mean, is that not what you were thinking? <laughs> Just thinking of Henry. one of the best strikers that has ever graced the Premier League pitch. <laughs> and a big fan of Anfield himself. Uh, I think Gakpo's a Dutch playmaker. You know, deep line. Not yeah, deep line. No, yeah, you're right. Creative Yours is more attacker. Yeah. I just can't think of 14 oh, and not think of Andre. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why my <laughs> mind went to Cruyff. That's I mean, how you were more right. You're more correct than That's how thought. cultured I am. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, um, yeah. 
I mean, if he did take 14, you know, Henri, he's of that age where he would be thinking of Henri. Inspired by him, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, there's a big bidding war, supposedly, for Caicedo right now. He, yeah, that's uh, true. He's a uh, midfielders are in demand, as we know. Arsenal have been wanting him. Um, supposedly, United are getting tired of begging for Mason Mount, and they're going to turn their focus to Caicedo. Yep. I heard. I just saw. I heard on BBCnews.com. Was it United or Chelsea's eighty million? <laughs> Excuse um, me. Eighty million pound bid was uh, rejected. <coughs> um, I think uh, Chelsea bid eighty million and then was rejected for that. For Caicedo? Yeah. So it's down to Arsenal, Chelsea, United. Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Arsenal, I think, is a long shot, um, Dude, especially he... with us spending the most money on Rice. He's really only twenty-one. Caicedo? I didn't know he was only 21. Yeah. This is why I'm like, why aren't we spending this $105 million on Caicedo instead of Declan Rice? Fuck yeah, dude. I think he's physically, and he's a, he's a more talented player. Wow. I think he's like, I don't know. I, I saw him, I guess maybe I just watched more of him last season than I watched of Rice. Sure. Because um, I did like Brighton a lot, and it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know. I think Declan Rice is a or, or, uh, Declan Rice isn't as good of a player as Caicedo is, like as an all round player, right? Um, but I'm probably eating my words because this, <laughs> this is on a podcast. So now I'm going to look like an idiot when Declan Rice is ripping it up for us. <laughs> but um, we'll call it the Jorginho curse, right? That can be one of our categories, dude. Who's the Jorginho of the season? Jorginho curse of the season. Yeah. <laughs> player that you thought you would hate, but now you love. Yeah, they come. Yeah, they come to you, and you just can't help but love them once they put the kid on, right? <laughs> Declan Rice. I'm gonna be loving him soon. I gotta get used to that thought. A lot of people have a Craig Bellamy as one of the one of theirs. He's one of those guys you see play for another team. You just want to murder that guy. <laughs> it's true. He's a little son of a bitch. Yeah. Then he plays for your team, and you're like, oh, this guy's awesome. He's better than I thought. Actually, he's actually yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's when he's not just a, an asshole. And when he's a son of a bitch, it's funny. Yeah. You love it. Yeah. You always want the asshole on your team. Uh, but, yeah, I think Caicedo and Rice are the big sagas of the moment. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I would be shocked if Arsenal somehow pulled off both of those deals. They'll probably look for a cheaper option for the second midfield option. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we seem to be in a new era of Arsenal. It's true. The young crowd I mean, is are, spending, dude. Yeah, Josh is on it, dude. Yeah. Josh is balling out. So Also, man, they win in championships. Denver Nuggets just won. Yeah, it's Arsenal's time. That's all they do. KSE just wins. <laughs> it's crazy to think that, like, I mean, not long. We had, I mean, we had the Super League drama, which everyone hated. All the owners were hated for that. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy to think where we are with KSE now. Everyone hated them so much. And now they're, they're and now they've board. they're coming good. They've built us a really good team with yeah. a good young manager. You just wait if they don't spend. 300 mil every summer it'll turn right back around oh people are gonna be furious even this summer if we don't get exactly what everyone's dreamed up as a perfect summer yeah there'll be there'll be complaints yeah but you know they'll they'll get the backing for a while but yeah you're right right those expectations will keep going up right anyway i think we should just about wrap up the episode and uh move to the patreon content yes maybe cover the more left field nonsense yeah, that's going life, on this life summer nonsense and more, let's say fun nonsense. let's say less affirmed gossip and and life nonsense and anything else yeah yeah so um everybody thanks for listening and hopefully thanks for watching and yeah, hopefully 
You guys are, are seeing this. Actually, you got some bong shots. You got a couple cat shots. Do you look it up video? Um, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of random shots. Probably going to put a heavy filter on it. We got dog chaos. Yeah. And now we have proof of dog chaos. Good intro to Soccer Situation Studios. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. And um, don't forget, I know it's gross, like and subscribe. We need more visibility on the platform. Share, share it with your friends. Yeah, tell people, tell about, people it. about it. Uh, and expect to see us soon on the talk and on the reels. Ooh. We're going to have video content up real, real soon on all nice. the socials. So we're, be fun. we're real excited about it. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Come join us. Yeah. And if you've uh, signed up to our newly launched Patreon, uh, thank you for we'll supporting. Yeah, thanks for supporting, and we'll continue Enjoy this it. conversation. Enjoy the chaotic content. All right, y'all. Thank you. Later. Soccer? 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 Situation. Situation.